Hello, this is Patrick Ball. How are you on this fine day? Welcome to On the Fly, a podcast about whatever comes to mind, really. In this episode, five years later. Hey Google, turn on the kitchen lights. Today's podcast allows me to illustrate how folks take for granted the conveniences of modern everyday life and miss the satisfaction of wilderness camping. We just returned home from our recent Sierra adventure. Little Lakes Valley in the eastern Sierras camped at Gem Lake. Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. It had been five years since my last wilderness adventure. An unprecedented heat wave enveloped California and the West this Labor Day weekend to mark the occasion. The first all-California state flex alert was issued to prevent possible power outages for the West Coast grid. Why? It was hot. During our drive up Route 395 North through the Owens Valley, temperatures exceeded 110 degrees. Millions were drawing excess power for air conditioning. Anticipating cooler temperatures in our mountain retreat, we experienced unseasonably warm, beautiful weather for the Sierras. You may recall that our last visit to Little Lakes Valley was in 2014 to Chickenfoot Lake. See a bear sighting. This year, we extended our hike by establishing a base camp at Jim Lakes, an elevation of 10,915 feet. An easy hike for day hikers. A challenging, rugged workout with a full backpack. Labor Day weekend. Will we find a campsite? And for the first time, we met a ranger checking wilderness permits. The trail was crowded with young folks exercising the last hurrahs of summer. We've already seen over 1,000 people on the trail this weekend, said the ranger. Undaunted, we moved on. When we arrived at Gem Lakes, People were coming and going on the trail. By scaling a rocky, narrow ridgeline, we could reach the opposite side of the lake where few attempted to go. This would be our weekend home. During this trip, I was hit with the stark reality of wilderness camping that I'd forgotten. For example, let's talk about training. Months of walking. Hiking with trekking poles and strength training are essential to backpacking the Sierras. However, that night, I would soon realize the importance of a simple exercise one must do. Lay on your floor, sleep on your floor, and practice getting up from the floor. Yes, sit-ups. Why? Unless you can sit up easily in a confined tent, It makes for tough sledding, especially as you get older. Also, practice using your trekking poles, carrying a fully loaded backpack. They are your lifeline for climbing, 
descending, balance, and safety. Now let's look at what you take for granted at home. Water, food, and a toilet that flushes. Fresh drinking water means on your knees at the lake's edge, pumping a filter to keep you hydrated. And believe me, this becomes a challenge after hiking in the hot sun with no water left. I suggest having your filter handy, not buried at the bottom of your backpack. Food? Pack a quickly prepared and accessible lunch. You'll be glad you did. And, of course, the restroom. Sorry, this requires you to find a private location away from the water. Dig a hole with a stick, do your duty, and cover it well. Sounds like fun, huh? Just wait until you wake up in the middle of the night with no moon, pitch dark, and staggering aground with no choice but to crawl out of your tent and let nature take its course. There are no lights to turn on, no designated pit toilets, and in many cases, limited options. Rocky terrain. Have fun. Let me add just one more. Breathing at over 10,000 feet. Be prepared to slow down. Rest as needed and be sure to pack Advil. Every effort will be a struggle until your body acclimates to the elevation. Why go into all this detail? Mainly as a reminder to myself and to remind those who think going wilderness camping means visiting REI and buying the latest gear or asking your smartphone, Hey Siri, what do I need for wilderness camping? Forget it. Oh, there is no cell service. No Siri above 8,000 feet in the Sierras. You're on your own. So why elaborate on all this? Because there is redemption. One of my most memorable experiences during this adventure was beyond magical. I'm an early riser, up by 4.30 a.m. It's dark. Carefully using my headlamp, stumbling around camp, I light the MSR Whisper Light camp stove on my knees, boil some water, make coffee, sit on a ridge next to the lake in the darkness and admire the millions of stars twinkling like diamonds in the night sky. If this is your first trip to the high elevation, my friends, you will catch your mouth open in awe, staring into space, stunned by the view. However, this campsite, at that moment in time, was remarkable. No wind. On the north side of the crystal clear, absolutely mirror lake. Without passing a thought, I looked down at the lake and to my amazement could see all the stars reflected in that lake. I stood up, walked to the edge to steady myself by grabbing hold of a tree my spatial perception vanished. I was floating in space and could not tell if I was looking up or down. What a fantastic experience. And within minutes, the sun began to rise, 
and the magic of the Alpenglow transformed the spectacle into another dreamlike event. As I shake my head, there's so much more to tell. However, let's leave that for part two. My listening friends, if you can sacrifice the conveniences of modern, everyday life, you too can experience the thrill of wilderness camping. Hey Google, turn off all the lights. Time for bed. I'm Patrick Ball. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.